philosophies on um, living a life of, of joy and happiness. Okay. Well, the number one, of course, is God. He knew that was coming out first. And the second thing is, um, I do a lot of reading, spiritual reading mostly, and I've read all the lives, you know, most of the lives of the saints and everything. And I think of the things that they've gone through, what they've gone through, and I think, oh, God, I don't love you that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, but I don't want to go through what they went through. And uh, it's just, you know, been atrocious. And it's, it's funny because some people seem to just glide through life, you know, la-di-da. And others seem to suffer a lot. And others seem to... Uh, work really hard for what they have and for what they get. And some people complain and some people are so joyful and happy. And I've basically been a happy person. Of course, I've had my share of crosses, but who has it in this world? But um, to me, the most important thing in life is trying to do what God wants you to do. And to let him know, when I wake up in the morning, every morning, I say, dear God, I offer you this day and every moment of my life. So I feel like I'm praying 24-7. And probably the thing that sustained me most is that little plaque, you'll have to get it down, the little plaque I have on the wall over there by Katie's picture. Mm -hmm. That is my philosophy of life. You'll just have to read it to him. All right. I will. Okay. And to me, that's about it. And uh, I just say, love one another. Do what you can to help each other and be there if somebody needs you. Even if you don't like them, say a prayer for them. You know, like there's a person in this building I'm not real crazy about because uh, you know, he's not crazy about me. But um, I keep saying, dear God, Bless him. I ask God, pray for him every day. I pray for everyone in this building. I think I'm very blessed to be here. And uh, and I especially, more than anything, am, am so grateful to God for my husband and children. Thanks, Mama. It's true. I think I've been very blessed to have really good husband who cared about me. We had our differences. But who does it? 
But then I, I think when you love, what is love? I, I keep trying to tell myself, love to me is a giving of yourself for the good of another. And I don't care what kind of love it is, but that's to me what love is. Right. Giving yourself for the good of another. And uh, how do you show that? By being there for them and trying to see their side of the story besides just yours. Right. And that's the most important thing. And But the most important thing God said, and this is what I try to remember, God said, love your neighbor as yourself. Just look at it that way. And when you see someone, this is another big thing for me. When I see someone, say at Kroger's or going down the street or something, I always try to maintain eye contact and always try to say, hi, how are you today? And always smile at them because I think that's important to let other people know that you know they exist. Sure. And and sometimes the smile will brighten yeah. someone's day if they're having a difficult day. Exactly, and I, I think that works. Yeah. That's it, pretty deep. All right. <laughs> pretty deep. What, um, so who in your life has been a, an inspiration for you? I mean, we... Mac and, Mac and Sean, really. Mac especially, because she took me under her wing when I was a... So explain who Mac was for uh, people who don't understand who Mac. Who is Mac? Uh, Mac was the principal at Notre Dame Academy, and her name was Sister Mary Immaculate, and she really took me under her wing and taught, taught me all that I should know. She introduced me to St. Teresa and the saints and tried to help me to be who I am. Right, right. Okay. And I, God bless you. Thank you. And there's a lot of people who are influential in my life. My friends, I have wonderful friends, and uh, I get kicked out of Marlene. Marlene says she tells God that she she said when she dies and goes to heaven, she's gonna say to God, "I'm with her." <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> Everybody says your mom has a direct line to God. <laughs> like I know, I think she has the special red phone. Yeah, Marlene says that all the time. That's funny. Yeah. And then you said someone out who was Charlotte. Yeah. You said somebody else had an influence on your Charlotte, life. Charlotte, Sister Charlotte. Oh, Sister Charlotte. Yeah, Sister Charlotte. Okay. And her name was Lorraine Bowman. Okay. And uh, they had a big influence on my life because of the lives they led. And it made me want to be like that. Right. And so explain what their lives were. How did they live their lives? Well, they were in the convent forever. Yeah. Then when they left the convent, they still took me under their wing. Yeah. And they were very good to me financially and helping their dad die and, and uh, set a good example and being good and being kind. And, and uh, but I just basically, I just like good people. Yeah. People that are kind to one another. Right. I'm like, drawn to, I'm drawn to good souls too. I said, I am drawn to good yeah, souls. I do. I think we all, all, all of us are who look forward to being with people like that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It makes, us, it makes us happy. It makes us want to do better. Right. So one of the questions I ask people on air a lot is, if you could meet anybody dead or alive, 
that could help you on your journey through life, who would it be? Who? St. Teresa. St. Teresa? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's, she was pointing to a picture, sorry, so you could, and she doesn't yeah. realize she couldn't see that. Yeah. So, yes, she would be. She was my example. Of course, Mother Teresa of Calcutta wouldn't have that. No, I like her too. Oh, That's my who, God. Yeah. I couldn't live that kind of life. That's who I said I would want to meet. So tell, talk about St. Teresa. What was it about her philosophy? Her little way. Yeah. She said, you know, uh, she couldn't do big things for God, but she could always do the little things. She said, even if you pick up a paper, piece of paper off the floor, or a paper clip or anything, she said, and you say, God, this is for your greater honor and glory. She said, that's one of the best prayers you can say. Right. Just... Do the little thing. Do what you can do. And don't make a big deal out of it. Right. So you don't have to do, yeah. like, you know, yeah. things. Right. Yeah. It is about the little things. It's about, like you said, being kind to people and smiling yeah. at people. Even just holding a door. Uh, that's what or, I say, tell the kids. That's right. Yeah. When we go past church, I always say, hi, God. And the kids used to do that. They don't so much do it anymore. They cut it front. How hilarious, because I go by and I say, hi, God, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm turning into my mother. <laughs> you lucky devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're cute. Yeah, but, you know, and Katie, too, has a philosophy about, uh, you know, sp the spiritual things in life. She's different than we are. But, right. But she is, like, Well, I think one of the things I talk about, particularly in my book, um, is that there was an underlying one of the there were there were a couple of things that helped me survive all that I went through. One of the things was the foundation of faith. Um, you know, I had a very strong foundation of faith, and while our family had a lot of issues, particularly in my youth, um, there was a strong foundation of faith. Um, and then Dad's power of positivity, how he was always talking about positive thinking and positive yeah. thinking. And I mean, I know he had negative moments, but he, <laughs> but he tried to be positive yeah. and he tried to promote that in his children. Yeah. And so I think that infiltrated me. Yeah. And then the third thing um, was, I think, the resiliency of how I stayed so strong through all that I went through um, was that bond that I had with Grandma Kitty. Yeah. I think having her in my life, she was very stable. Yes. And so having she was her, oh my gosh, she was wonderful. So she was having, insane. She was, yeah, she was a beautiful soul. And so I think having yeah. her presence in my life when you and dad were going through chaos, and when, you know, you guys had marriage issues or you, you know, financial, yeah, financial issues. I mean, just so many things that were going on. Things, that, I mean, that were happening to me that you guys didn't know about. Yeah. Um, That's not our fault. No, not your fault. Oh, my gosh. I've never blamed my parents in a million years. No, that was just, um, you know, an unfortunate predators. Predators prey on children that are vulnerable. And I was. In a, I had no idea people did that stuff. Yeah. Well, and I was in a very vulnerable state in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I was, I was just very vulnerable. I mean, think about it. I mean. You know, the first 10 years of my life were very violent. Uh -huh. You know, Dad hit us a lot. Yeah. Um, and you were gone a lot. Well, um, he had to. You were working, but then when you weren't working, you were out with your friends. Yeah. Um, and so it was 
was just a very unstable, it was just a very unstable house. But again, Grandma Kitty, oh my gosh, her presence was huge. I know. And helping me, you know, form a bond and be resilient. Yeah. resilient. And, and your dad was very lucky because they had a terrible child. Oh, I know. His, yeah. I mean, what she a, went through raising those eight kids. And, and Grandma Kitty really saved the day. Yeah. She took care of the family. She did. I mean, she, she was like, she was the anchor of that family. Oh, yeah. Nobody can, and I know her place in heaven is. Oh, she was, yeah. And she's been, we're lucky that we have her to pray for us. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. She was, I feel so very blessed to have had her in my life, for sure. I know. Yeah. Well, and I felt, I feel very blessed to have you. I was meditating this morning, and I thought about that, and I said, you know, my parents, you know, we all have our issues. I'm sure my kids kids are going to say, oh my gosh, my mom had this issue or that issue, and and I don't blame you or dad for anything, but the positive things I like to look at are you such, such an example for loving others. Yeah, I do. And, I do love them. Right, and in your sense of humor. And, yeah. And That's dad true. had, he, his influence on me was, um, he never gave up, even though he kept falling on his face yeah. and he kept failing. He kept getting back up and doing it over and over and over again. And that was, yeah. that was big. Yeah. Well, he had a lot of faith. Well, he did. Yeah, he did have a lot of faith. I mean, he was, he was loving God a lot. He yeah. was, he was, he, I mean, he was raised that way. Right. And then this, his years in the seminary, right. a quarter after we're still on air because my watch is <laughs> we're talking on air mom huh? I said we're talking on, on air oh. right now yeah. so what um, talk about you were talking about dad and his faith yeah. he was very oh he'd be back in his room praying the rosary yeah and doing spiritual reading and he read the bible every day and, I mean he was very holy man yeah he was and he grew up that way with your mother, mm-hmm. and she had always had the rosary in her hand. Oh, Grandma Kitty. Yeah. With my oh grandmother. my gosh, yeah. Yeah. And she was uh, she was fun to be with. She was. She was adorable. Yeah, I remember taking her over to my mom and dad, and you two in the back seat would sing songs. <laughs> we had a good time. I know. What were some of our favorite songs to sing? I'd rather be thinking of you. I'd rather be blue over you than be happy with somebody else. I'm crazy about you, without you, for you I'm strong. I can't do without you. How's you Don't say too long. I need a little, ah, little, ooh, little, ooh, and I'm walking on wood. Honey, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. It's so hard to be good. I'd rather be thinking of you. I'd rather be blue over you than be happy. 
Sunday. Oh, when we were little kids. Oh, yeah, that was a fun <laughs> thing. That. And we'd sing, uh, oh, what was the one? Judy Garland sang with Margaret O'Brien. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's on in the movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's the name of that movie? Not the Wizard Judy, of Oz. Uh, no, it's a, it was an, uh, Meet Me in, no, yeah, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah. And they, and they, she uses the cane and they dance. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, one. you don't? Oh, you got yeah. one stuff. I remember Grandpa Joe singing um, Give My Regards to Broadway. Oh, yeah. We would sing that we one. We always sing that. That was all with George, George Gershwin. Yeah. Song. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, I'll pause us so you can go to the bathroom. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. Welcome back. We are back here with GJ. She's uh, feeling a little better from her break for a moment. All right, so she grabbed that plaque. So go ahead and you said you had that plaque on your desk. I have had this plaque on my desk at work. I started at Midwest Savings when I started. Well, no, actually, it was before that because I had it on my desk at, uh, at Midwest Savings. You just said Midwest Savings. And then you went to Provident Bank. Yeah, but I had it on my desk at Midwest. And you were the million-dollar sales lady, weren't yeah, you, in Provident? Yeah. I did very well in sales. You did. And they wrote a wonderful article. I have that article. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what does this plaque say? But anyway, I, 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 I saw this pack, and I said, this is for me. And I, I said this every day when I went to work. And it says, I shall pass through this world but once. Any good that I can do, any kindness that I can show to any human being, let me do it now and not defer it, for I shall not pass this way again. I love it. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it is. It's very I just beautiful. love that. Yeah. That's certainly your philosophy on life. Yeah. And mine too. Yeah. And I think that's important. Like you said, and I would both agree that the most important thing in life is looking at people and try to see Christ in them and not being wondering who you are and how dare they cross your path like you're better than them. We're all we're all children of God. Yes. So that's what we have to keep in mind. Right. I find that easy to do after doing it for eighty years. <laughs> No, 82. Can you believe you made it to 82? No, I told God I'd get even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Very soon she wants to live forever. Yeah. Some people want to, you know. I, I, I think I'll live to about 92. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying life. Uh, well, I'd enjoy life if I didn't have things like my credit card bill. But anyway, I help people, so I do what I can. But I'll be happy when I get my hearing aid. That'll be a a plus. Well, yeah, for all of us, because you'll be—I won't have to yell at you anymore. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) So, talk a little bit about. So, you—you were a speaker for a while too, didn't you? Do some speaking. Yeah, I did public speaking. I still. 
do eulogies. Yeah, you do a lot of and eulogies said, and you read at church. And, and that my favorite, of course, is the passing of Arthur from out of Lord Tennyson. And my favorite poem is uh, 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 the passing of Arthur, the death scene, and uh, where he says, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, that's Alfred Lord Tennyson. Well, that is the one, Alfred Lord Tennyson, from the passing of Arthur. Oh, my favorite poem of all is The Hound of Heaven by, uh, um, oh gosh, who is that? I can't think of his name right now. He was a, he, he wrote beautiful poetry. Francis Lord Thompson. Francis Lord Thompson. I think it's that way. Lord Alfred Francis. He was <laughs> somewhere in there. Those three. Well, what's the poem? Do you remember it? Oh, the poem? Yeah. Oh, Terry, it's about, it's about seven pages. Oh, I thought you were going to give us some quote from it. Oh. Like some I, line. I, it's no, poem. that's right. Yeah, it's, I thought you knew a line by heart or something. Oh, I do the old order. No, no, that's Alfred Lord Tennyson. Uh, the pissing of, of the, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Alfred. Uh, that's All right, well, we can move on. Well, I want to I wanna see how it starts. Uh, oh, and my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, uh, Shakespeare is, uh, is Shakespeare is Julius Caesar. He says, friends, Romans, countrymen, come. We come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. The evil that men do live after them, but the good is often interred with their bones. So be it with Caesar. The noble Judas has told you that super, or that um, Caesar was I think it's immortal, and if this is true, that was a grievous fault, and grievously has Caesar answered it, and it just goes on and on. I mean, that's another really long, right. but I wish I could remember the, uh, the Alfred. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, I just like this um, What did you do speaking for? Uh, well, mostly for the savings and loan business, and I want an all-expense paid trip to San Francisco and five hundred dollars and a round trip, you know. And oh, and what did you speak about? The savings and loan business. Oh, okay. And uh, but you put humor into your speeches, right? I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always make my speeches humorous, and I uh, always tell a joke or two. Right. That make people laugh because I think that's important. I think it's important to make people laugh, and I think that's the one thing I'm really good about telling jokes. Yeah. And everybody loves my jokes, and people come up, tell them this joke, tell them that joke. You know? Yes, you're the only. I remember as a kid, I would die of embarrassment because you'd be telling the priest dirty jokes after mass. Are dirty. Oh my gosh, mom. There were times that I was like, I can't believe my mom is telling this joke to a priest. Well, I don't ever think they're dirty. That's my problem. I know. You're funny. I, I oh. don't think they're dirty because dirty to me is stuff like you went through. Oh, right. Now that's, that's dirty. True. That's true. That and then true. dirty 
questions with me to ask um, questions. So if you could have lived your dream job, what would your dream job have been? Somewhere in the opera. Oh, being in the opera? Not being in the opera. I can't carry a note. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. What if you? What if you? What if you could? Oh, I'd be doing. Oh, I'd be in the opera. Be an opera singer. Yeah. Yes. And then the other thing. Why the opera? What is it about the opera that you love? The music. Yes. Yeah. I just got one of. Uh, I just sat back in the opera. It was Giacomo Puccini's. The Marriage of Figaro. I guess Figaro to What's your favorite opera? Uh, La Traviata and La Boheme. I can't I've seen both of those with you. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, why I, are they your favorite? Uh, the music. And then also Madame Butterfly. Yes. And I love Are they all tragedies? Uh, are they all tragedies? Yeah. Yes. And then let's see. Uh, yeah, they're all tragedies. And I like Carmen if you get the right one. Or as far as I'm I liked Carmen when we saw it down at the Music Hall. As far as I'm concerned, there was only one Carmen, and that was Risa Stevens. Yeah. And she's gonna be a hundred years old, I think, this year. Wow. Oh, she she could really sing Carmen. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, there were a lot of really good opera singers. talking about oh yeah what it is you your philosophy so your dream job would be to be in an opera yeah okay and what is it about operas that are so compelling to you it's music yes. it makes stirs my soul stirs your soul yeah the music. and also operettas especially Jeanette McDonald Nelson Eddie yeah I, I, grew, up, I grew up listening to that yeah. because I like musicals it. pretty basically there were some great uh, musical singers like uh, uh, you know Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, and, uh, of course. Of course, you couldn't be Jeanette McDonald, Nelson Eddy, but right. And then I liked uh, I liked uh, well, there's quite a few of them that I know, but I loved I loved any kind of music. Right. All right. So I talk to me. My mother. Oh, grandma liked music. Oh my God, she dragged me off to every one of them. Really? Yeah. We'd go over to the Alpy and they used to have stage shows. And then they'd have a, the, uh, then they'd have the I didn't know you spent time with your mom. Oh, yes, she always took me to the, uh, to the operatics. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So basically, she was pretty much a, uh, an operatic thing. Right. Right. She was not so much an opera lover. Yeah. So how old were you, or how old was your mom when you were born? Well, you were. Well, she was born in 1896, and I was born in 35. Okay. So, so she was 39? Yeah. Okay. And she had Bobby. Yeah, at 41. And then I, she had other children, but they were, uh, I think they were, Stillborn. Stillborn? Okay. After Bobby? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then before me was Jack, and then well, Bobby, and then me, and then Jack, and then my sister, and uh, I 
Rosie and Mary. Yes. That was Grandpa Joe's sister, oh, right? Oh, Grandpa Joe had lots of, he had uh, Anna and he, yeah. and then he had
coach can yeah, be a strong. Mac was a very yeah, strong. so Mac, you had this you had this teacher in your life, this principal that was a very strong influence in oh, our life. Yeah. And when a child can have somebody who's a very positive and very strong positive influence, it can make such a huge difference in that child's life. Yeah, I think so. I don't think Marlene or any of them, I don't know if Martha did not know God. Yeah. He gave me the willingness. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was always trying to reach out and touch me. Yeah. Some see. people, sometimes you just know from energy. Yeah. Um, you know, that's... Yeah, there's just, you can pick up on that energy on people. Want, like, there's something you don't want. Right, um, yeah. yeah. Keeping your hands on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that. I know what you're talking about, sister. I gotcha. All right, any other philosophies that you want to share with our listeners on well, how to I, live a happy life? Well, you make your own happiness in life. Right. Having good friends, I think, is an important. And, uh, and and don't take advantage of your friends. Try to make them as happy as they make you. Yeah. And I think if you it's it's laugh with each other and have fun together and do things together, and I think you're gonna have a happy life. Marlene laughs at me all the time. Well, she's one of the funniest people I've ever. Oh, met. she cracks my life. She's she's, she she's hilarious. She is. And you've known each other since what age? Freshman in high school. Oh, freshman. I thought you were seven. That, you and Shirley have been friends yeah, since seven. Yeah, Notre Dame, I met a lot of my friends. So you met. So, I mean, so you've known her since probably 12 or 13 years old. So, uh, my gosh, you guys have been on each other 70 years. Yeah, and then. Crazy. I, and then we've been out of school on this. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. And then Martha. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, let's see here. Shirley Bird and I were friends since we were two. Oh, I thought seven. But two yeah. years old? Goodness. So two you've known each other 80 years. Yeah. Wow. Well, not quite 80 because I'm a year older. Oh, okay. And uh, let's see who else. We've known each other a long time. Right. See, and what about forgiveness? Huh? If What about forgiveness? Is that a part of your... The dividends. Forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness? Is that a part of living a life of happiness? Oh, yeah. That's very important. I remember getting mad at Shirley one time. I get on the bus. I wouldn't even talk to her for about three months. Yeah. But we've made up. So talk about forgiveness. Well, you have to forgive. But if you are a, a good Catholic or Christian, you don't get a choice. You have to, you have to forgive. Right. And you have to be sincere. You can't say, okay, I forgive you, and then you go for That's that's the whole one of the other whole secrets of happiness. When uh, the, the uh, uh, what's his name, the father forgave the son, he took all his money. The prodigal son. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a wonderful story. It is. Yes, I agree. And Jesus and Peter. Yeah. And uh, Jesus and even. Uh, Judas is scary. I still think that Judas had a chance to say he was sorry. And Judas may have said right before he died. Right. Yeah, we don't know. And it's not for us to judge. And look at, you look at the others like Mary Magdalene and uh, 
Oh, sure. Sure. I love who Jesus hung out with. He hung out with some awesome people. He did. Yeah. Some some awful and some awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was key. Yes. I'm glad you're doing this, Terry. Yes, me too. Oh, thanks, Mom. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. supporting me. Thanks for supporting it. Um, you know, and I know I've said this before that I'm going to talk about things that were rough in our ch- in my childhood and rough in our life, but the overall message is one of love. Yeah. And forgiveness and. Um, yeah, it's love. Yeah, that's true. Love is the most important. Absolutely. There's a lot to be said for that. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I, all right. We're going to end right here, but you know, my favorite song that you used to sing all the time was "This Little Light of Mine." Uh, this little light of mine. Oh yeah. You used to sing that one all the oh, time. Oh, I know it. You yeah. can play it on the guitar now. I I can't play it on the guitar. Yes, I, you can. I I tried when I took lessons until I was about ten. Uh, yeah, and then I forgot how to play. Well, you can learn it. It's it's so easy. Is it? I took my mother over to learn. <laughs> She was I'm learning all kinds of stuff about Grandma Mary that I didn't even know. I wouldn't even. Uh, she she got on that elevator. She had she talked about a panic attack. She, I thought she was just going to die. Oh, oh, she was so oh, that's cute. Oh, she was. Oh, get me off me here. Get me off me. Oh, she was so scared. I felt so sorry. All right, Mom. Well, I'm going to go ahead and close out. Do you want to say anything to everybody before we end? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Who are we talking to? You're talking to all the listeners. Oh, good God. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let me get my shoes off. Go up to Crowcrest. All right. And that's that. And then I'm Any final words of wisdom about happiness? Save your money and vote Republican. (laughs) (laughs) You're cute. All right. I love you, Mom. I love you, too. I I think I've been very blessed with a husband and children and grandchildren. Look at those beautiful kids. Aren't they the most beautiful kids you've ever seen? They are cute kids. They are beautiful. I know. All right. Well, take care, everybody, and we'll see you. Oh, no problem. She's still she's still talking as I do my little clothes out here. All right. Take care of yourselves. Bye bye. I'll see you next Friday.